let's get this out of the way. Um, have you ever heard of Big Ass Spider? <laughs> is this another Velocipaster? <laughs> a little bit, yes. Is this the Tommy Wiseau movie, or is that no. Big Shark? Alright, welcome back everyone to another episode of Garage Media. I am Gunner. This is Sam. And we are back to, um, um, to hopefully surprise each other. Possibly. Possibly. This time I think we, neither of us feel very confident. We are not very confident. We are trying to replicate what we did last episode by recommending movies to each other that hopefully the other one hasn't seen. But since these are all leftovers, I'm pretty sure... It's not going to be as accurate as last time. I'm going to be honest. Mine aren't even leftovers. Okay. Because I like had a hard time thinking what movie Sam has not heard of. Got it. In the first place. Well, this time around, I'm I'm reaching. I'm very much reaching too. So, uh, yeah. So I we guess... just wanted to come back with this. We had fun last time. Yeah, a lot of fun. It was basically just us telling each other about movies. Exactly. Which I think, it's just fun. It's a good time. And since then, I think we've seen one of each other's, correct? Um, I know I've seen at least one of yours. I can't remember which one it was, though. You, uh, you watched one week. I did. I watched another one, though. I had to have. Okay. But. At least one, though. Got it. Okay, yeah. And then I watched your recommendation of Grave Encounters. What'd that, you think? The found footage horror movie, which definitely had some scary moments, uh, but it took a little bit too... I was getting a little bit antsy towards the beginning. I wanted something to happen. It takes a little too long. I do agree. But I I did enjoy it. It was a fun little genre flick. Yeah. And didn't you, didn't you watch another one? I... I thought you did. Nope. That's the only one I've seen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, hey, okay. Never mind. I don't feel bad then. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Now we have... Now we're just going to have ten more on our list. Hopefully. Hopefully, Yeah. Okay, so then do you want to start us off, or should I start us off? Let's have you start, just like last time. Okay, perfect. Hmm, which one do I want to start with? I will start with one I feel very positive that you have not seen, a horror movie called Treehouse. I, yep, haven't heard of it. Okay, good. It is definitively low quality, okay. lower quality. It's not like bad movie quality, but okay. it's a small studio quality, and it's about these two like teenagers who just kind of go out into the woods, do some stuff, do what do what teenage boys do. And they find a treehouse. They tr- go up just to investigate, but then there's something at the bottom of the treehouse. Some things at the bottom of the treehouse that's preventing them from getting down. And eventually, they run in. Um, some other people show up, and that's the movie. Is how do we get out of here? That's cool. I like those types of movies mm-hmm. where it's situational horror. Where you're trapped. Yes. Situational yeah. horror. Yeah. Yes. That's it, awesome. Yes. It is not the greatest of acting at times. Okay. But. I'm okay with that. It is. You're a fan of horror. Yes. You I know am. those horror movies that are like, this technically isn't the masterpiece, but it's fun and I like the concept. Right. I've seen lots of movies like that that I've loved. That is 100% what this is going to be. Um, what uh, year or time period did this come out? I believe it was about 2012. 
Okay, so pretty recent. Yes. Okay. This is um this is gonna be a big range, but it's anywhere from like two thousand nine to two thousand twelve. Okay. It's that era of horror. Movie. Got it. Yes. I can I can work with that. There was definitely a flip phone, from what I recall. Okay, so it might be from a little bit before that. It could even be, yeah. Okay. That's okay. But it just it's yeah, I, I just love the situation. You never see anything. Got it. Yes. And it's just it's it's I don't want to say it's Lovecraftian. It's not quite Lovecraftian, but it's okay. definitely the unknown is what is unsettling about it. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. There's um, Do they do any interesting like visual or camera tricks due to the limited locations or anything like that? Um they do they do not, I'm afraid. Okay. However, um really good sound editing. Okay. From awesome. what I recall. Sounds good. Yes. Yeah. But it, I remember watching it and definitely thinking, this is not great, but this is fun. This is a cool situation. And I always love movies like that. So. Yes. <laughs> this sounds like a me type of movie. You know, this is how I felt while watching it. What, what was that M. Night Shyamalan movie? The Village? Yes. That's the overall aesthetic is how I felt. Okay. Because it's a very kind of gray, grimy movie. Okay. It's it. very good. Very fun, at least. Well, you got me a little more excited. The Village is my third favorite Shyamalan movie. Very good, yes. Aesthetics, only aesthetics, though. Okay, yes. I know what you mean. Okay, yes. So, I'm already... That's like a 7 out of 10 excited. Good, okay. Yeah, it's definitely... Despite the fact that it may not be the best quality movie, it doesn't really have to be for me to like it. Especially Especially horror. Horror, yeah. Horror is just fun. Yeah. That's like going to, like, a carnival and being upset that you're not playing, like, a Super Mario game or something. Right. You're still at the carnival. Yeah, you're still at the carnival. Exactly. I like that. Okay. So now is it my turn? Yes. All right. We're sticking with horror. Cool. Sticking on theme of the month. This movie's called Blood Red Sky. That sounds familiar, but I can't say I've seen it. It is brand, brand, brand new. Oh, really? It is a 2021 movie. And I... It's going to be really hard to pitch it to you without spoiling it. But imagine snakes on a plane, <laughs> but it's not snakes. What is it? I can't tell you. Oh, I like it. Oh, so it sounds very similar to Treehouse almost. Like what? Or no, you literally okay. just can't tell me. I, I can't explain it. I guess it's technically on the poster. But one of the passengers is a vampire. Oh, ooh. oh. Ooh. And it's... Very, the vampire makeup is perfect, by the way. I'll just say that. Uh, I can't believe how they transformed this person into a vampire. It looks so good. Okay. Some great horror moments. I'm just going to tell you the premise uh, without spoiling too much, hopefully. Okay. So this plane is taken over by terrorists. Okay. And a woman who is also a vampire thinks, the only way I'm going to save the people on this plane is if I do what I never wanted to do and vampire out in front of people. That is the premise. Mm, that's cool. And it is... I wish I was smarter, smart enough to tell you which language it was, but it was not English. Okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> there were words on the bottom. There, were, I, I there were subtitles. I couldn't distinguish which language it was, unfortunately. Okay. But, yeah, it's just a super interesting kind of action horror a genre blending type movie where just crazy things happen. It's got some great effects, um, some honestly heartbreaking moments uh, with some flashbacks of this vampire character stuff with her family. 
it's it's good. It's a really good movie. It's been getting mixed reviews. Mm. People are either loving uh like the idea of it or saying it wasn't handled very well, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I'm very much on the positive side. I I was enjoying watch, uh, watching it all the way through. Start to uh from start to end, I was entertained. Right. So yeah, that's Blood Red Sky. So there's a is there a lot of character buildup? Because I'm trying to imagine how you make a whole movie on like a vampire on a plane. Yes, there is quite a bit of buildup, but also some scenes that are intense take a long time. Mm. A slow burn almost. Not quite a slow burn, but like really doubling on on the intensity okay. of it. So like the buildup of intensity is more than the Peaks. actual peak. Yes. Oh oh okay, gotcha. But. Definitely some good actions, some good choreographed action, really neat camera tricks. Yeah, I liked I liked quite a bit about it. Okay. Interesting color palette too. There's lots of like bright reds and all that stuff that looks really cool. Okay. Yes. I have a question for you. Just a you made a comment about how some people were like not sure like saying the premise wasn't handled well. Do you think a good premise can save a bad movie? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. It depends on how good of the premise and who you have handling it, I guess. Yeah. But I, I liked it. I liked this movie quite a bit. Okay, gotcha. Let's see. Okay. And it's action, too? Oh, yeah. Lots of action. Okay, so there's fight scenes. Yes, lots of it. Lots of her taking out terrorists. Whoa! In an action way. That's actually real. Oh, man. Yes. My 8 out of 10 turned into a 9 out of 10. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, no, it's a really cool movie, and no, not enough people are talking about it. What? At all. Where can I watch this? Oh, it's a Netflix original. Yes, you can watch it for free on Netflix. Okay, gotcha. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm sold on that. I like that. Good. I'm glad. And you hadn't heard of it? I had not. No. Okay. Yes. It sounded familiar, but knowing me, I probably just was confusing it with something else. That's okay. Knowing and me. that happens. So next, uh, you can pick whatever the heck you want next, I guess. Okay, let me cross things off so I don't try to tell you again. Okay. Uh, I'm nervous you know this one, but I picked Catfish. No, haven't heard of it. No, you might have once I explain it to you. So it's okay. a um, documentary. Okay, so yes, I don't watch very many documentaries. Oh, and you still don't know about this? Yes. Okay, so it is really famous because it created a TV show around it. Okay, I think I've heard of the TV show. Yes. yes. So the original Catfish documentary is um, a group, like two friends documenting their one friend, Neve, um, okay. who is in a online relationship. I think this was like, this was early, like, this might have been 2009. Okay. So those days of the internet. Um, but he's in an online relationship, and they're just like, hey, this seems sketch. We're just gonna, like, we're gonna try to figure this person that you're in a relationship with out. And it's basically okay. them documenting, like, Un, like figuring out the mystery and going and confronting her and all that stuff. Awesome. And it's, I don't know. It's just a really, I don't want to say mystery because it's a person's life, but it is a mystery. And it's watching people try to navigate the early internet when it was still something that even the most savvy people were still not 100% sure about. Got it. It's just, if you like documentaries at all, I think you might get, a lot from this. I love documentaries, so yeah, I I'm think, already going to like it. I think you'll get a lot from this. Right. Um, I don't watch enough documentaries with this type of subject, I guess. I guess the closest thing would be like someone was investigating a murder on mm -hmm. the internet that I watched. Yeah. 
I guess that'd be the closest thing. But most of most documentaries I watch are about movies, <laughs> documentaries about making movies, and right? That kind of stuff. So. so, which are documentaries set in a very like almost interview format, right? Yeah, as opposed to this, which is just kind of people with cameras recording everyday life, right? I don't know. That gets me really excited. It seems like a pretty intriguing like concept for a story to do mm-hmm. a documentary about. So. I don't know. I was already sold once you started talking. So And it's really heartbreaking. Yeah. And it just it, it really how do I want to put it feels like a very specific time period in the world and almost feels like I don't want to say it's a period piece, but it kind of feels that way. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. it instead of being like 18th century France, it's about like early days of Facebook. Got like it. Like a, a romance in the early days of Facebook. Got it. Yeah, it, that makes sense. I really enjoy this. TV series is really good, too, but it's a lot more... It, it's very different. Okay. Yeah. So this is like... This is back-to-back seven that attends for me. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm nice. still very excited for this one. Sick. Okay. I'm and glad you didn't know that one. If you pick a documentary, there's a good chance I haven't heard of it for future reference. Right. No, that's fair, because I don't watch too many either. I don't watch too many, but I always enjoy them when I do, every single time. I always want to watch more. Me too. Yeah. I always intend to watch more. And I just never up, get to it. End up not getting to it, yeah. I'm always just like, eh, not today. Right. But then every time I do, I always like it. Even ones I had to watch for school, I always still liked. Document, I, I enjoy knowledge. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad I was able to convince you on that to some degree. And I'm glad you didn't know it. Yeah, me too. I'm glad for both of those. Yeah. Introducing me to movies I'll like. That's the point of this. That's right. I kind of want to skip this one because I'm pretty sure you've heard of it. Okay. So let's go to a movie called... Hmm. The Last Castle. The Last... I don't know. Again, I feel like I've heard of it. So, The Last Castle uh, stars Robert Redford. Oh. And he has to go to jail because of something. I don't have very many details on this. Okay. But he is like a former military leader who everyone respects at the jail. Like, he's done so much for this country. And so, they don't quite know how to treat him while he's in jail. Right. Um, but then he starts kind of going against the system and trying to get the people of the jail to like rise against the system that put him in there. Oh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's implied that, uh, they wrongfully put him in there. They never say that they put him wrongfully in there. And so it's about him rising up against what he used to be in charge of proving all of its flaws and it's kind of like a rise up against the bad type of movie rise against the machine Mm -hmm. right and you know characters who seem good at the beginning turn out to be bad some who turn out who seem like they're bad turn out to be good and it's just a movie about i don't know overcoming what is bad okay and overcoming evil right Mm -hmm. and that's the best way i can explain it when did this come out this had to have been Late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Okay. I, I wish I had more knowledge about it. Um, I'm going to look up more knowledge about it just so I can keep... Try to convince you a little bit more. But Robert Redford's performance is 
super good. He's always... Robert Redford rarely fails. Right. He's super great. So the description of this movie on Letterboxd is... A court material general rallies together 1,200 inmates to rise against the system that put him away. So pretty much exactly what I said. How intense is this? Is this like... This is early 2000s intense, if that makes sense. Um, it's a very much a slow movie that's long. It's, okay, I was about to say, is this action heavy or... It is not action heavy. Okay. It runs at over two hours. So two hours and 11 minutes. Oh, wow. And a lot of it is build up. Uh, to a finale that does get there. It gets there with the action and intensity. But it's more of the build-up. You have to understand why he's there. You have to understand why people are treating him a certain way. You have to understand kind of the... Not really politics, but like... What the inmates' jobs are there. And what kind of groups there are. And how they're divided. All of that is built up to an action finale that's pretty entertaining. Okay. Could I watch this as a double feature alongside Shawshank Redemption? Yes. Very similar type of movie. Mm, mm. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. More of an action thriller type of Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Robert Redford, Shawshank Redemption-esque with some action, like building up action. That sounds pretty good. Uh, pretty good cast, too. Who else is in it? Um, Mark Ruffalo. <gasps> I wonder if I know this movie now just because you said Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Uh, James Gandolfini is... Uh, he plays the main... I don't, I don't know if villain's the right word. He's in charge of the jail. Yeah. Delroy Lindo, who just had a really good performance in uh, The Five Bloods from last year. Oh, uh-huh. He's, okay. He's in this, too. So it's a pretty good cast. Robin Wright, she's a pretty good actress. Oh, okay. You know, from Wonder Woman. You yeah. Know her from. Yeah. So it's okay. got a pretty good cast. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's character is very ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good character there. But this whole movie falls on Robert Redford's shoulders, and he does a really good job. Robert Redford and Mark Luff- Ruffalo. Heck yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's... Uh, the tagline is, a castle can only have one king. <laughs> mm. There you go. Okay. That tagline, for some reason, really tells me a lot. So yeah, that's that's the last castle. That sounds really interesting. That's a solid Here's the poster, if mm-hmm. you wanted to... Look at it. Heck yeah. That looks good. And then here's... This will probably get you even more excited if you look at that. Oh That's my god. That's the goodness. background. Yeah. A little bit spoilerish, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, so... And it's not really action-heavy like you might think, but there's definitely action. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes to its proper conclusion. Right, yeah. It, very satisfying conclusion. Okay. Uh, maybe not satisfying in the way you would think. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to say too much more. I already said too much. Okay. Well, that's a solid 8 out of 10 for me. Robert Redford, Mark Ruffalo, Shawshank Redemption-esque. I like it. Action drama thriller. Action drama. Yeah. I like it. Cool. That's an 8 out of 10 for me. And I watched it on VHS. Just a little bit of a small... (laughs) I was was about to say, where can I watch this? (laughs) Yep. I watched it on my VHS. I don't know where else you could watch it. Okay. There's got to be somewhere. I'm sure there is. I'm glad you haven't really heard of it, though. But I really like have not. maybe in the back of your mind you might have heard of it. It got, maybe that name sounds familiar. Maybe I'm thinking just confusing it with another movie title. But I feel like Mark Ruffalo really kind of makes me think I've heard of it before. Mark Ruffalo has a few highlight movies. He's interesting in this movie. That's Is all he? I'll say. Yes. Good or bad? Uh, good. He has. A, he's really good in it. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. 
Okay, gotcha. Yes. I know that was a little bit jumpy, that whole description and, you know, showing you a poster and all that. So I probably think, wasn't that great to listen to, but... I think all that sold me on it even more. Okay. Yes. I'm glad. Well, then, I want to... I see your um, prison movie, and I raise you a military movie. Okay. Um, an officer and a gentleman. I have semi heard of it you've semi heard of it with richard Gere. okay i didn't i don't know anything about it i've just heard the title in passing okay gotcha so it is straight up just a drama okay um it's military drama richard Gere is going into the military um specifically the army i think specifically the army okay and he is just absolutely just you know he thinks he's the coolest guy he thinks he's top shot, you know. Yes. All of that. And it's basically him. It, it, it's his journey, essentially, learning. I don't want to say his place, but learning that what he's experienced in the past does not allow him to act this way in the real world. Oh, okay. Yes. It's very much a it very. He's not a motorcycle riding guy, but he's it's like the motorcycle riding right. guy got yes. thrown into the military and he's learning to be someone different. Got it. That's awesome. I love movies like that. There, so is it like a drama version of Stripes? Do you have any idea what Stripes is? Um, Bill Murray? Yes, the Bill Murray movie where he is like oh, act- super comedic and he goes into the military. Actually, yes. Okay. That, so like, like, that's actually not a bad description. A dramatic version of Stripes, I'll take it any day. Yes. Okay. Dr- it's it's also got a romance, which is okay. um, which focuses on the idea of... Um, What's a word I want to use? Um, how do I want to describe this? It's um, these two. So Richard Gere also has like uh, his, not his partner in crime, but someone he meets in the military okay. comes becomes his best friend. Um, they they both meet two women, and apparently these women are notorious for kind of getting what they want from other people who have come into the military. Okay. Um. But it, you know, it's going to be Richard Gere and this woman actually falling in love. And she's got to, like, change like change her ways as well. Got it. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. So it is a drama in the way that we don't see much anymore. Like, just a straight-up romance drama. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So probably same intensity of a marriage story. Oh, okay. So that intensity yeah. of drama, that's what this is. Okay, and I that like makes it, sense. As someone who has a hard time sitting through just a straight drama, this was good. And I love sitting through straight dramas. This was so yeah. good, yes. Okay. I, yes, that's got me excited. I should say, though, there is a little bit of action where Richard Gere thinks he can challenge, like, uh, a superior officer, and they get into just a straight, like, brawl fest. Got it. But it's done in a, like, a really well-done way. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. Yes. Interesting. So I'm that, surprised I haven't seen this. If I'm being honest, this is this is what I want to try to sell you on. As someone who does not like just sitting through dramas very often, this movie is really good. Awesome. Yes. Can't wait to recommend so many dramas to you. Now that you just said that. No, honestly, please do. I wish I could. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, that's like an eight for me. Oh heck yeah! Cool. I love dramas. I love long boring movies i'm a weirdo whatever richard Gere is intense in a way i've never seen him before in this i haven't seen richard Gere in too much i know richard Gere mainly from primal fear i don't even know if you know what that is i don't even know what that is dang it 
See, I okay. So my next movie to recommend you is Primal Fear. <laughs> is it a, no? Oh, okay. I'm like, wait, what? Really? But I, if you've heard of one of these, I'm going to tell you about Primal Fear instead. Okay. Okay. It's, oh, it's oh is it, uh, wait. Okay. I actually I will, have to speak. Wait. Uh, one more thing. Um, okay. So I also will add this. I know Richard Gere for being in his like romance movies. Yeah, romantic. I think he's in like Runaway Bride or whatever. Something like Something that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. This is just very different from that. Okay. Closer to his uh, appearance in Mothman. Got it. Yes. I haven't seen that either, but okay. I I've know that, of it. That's yes. also pretty good. I wish I'd known that. Darn it. It's okay. <laughs> but yes, I would highly recommend this. And I will highly want to watch it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, have you heard of Bone Tomahawk? Yes. Okay, so the... Primal Fear. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I just want to make sure. Bone Tomahawk. Western, where they run into, like, uh, monsters of sorts? Or yeah. some sort of extreme danger? Like, it's not a typical Western. No, it's a Western horror. Western horror, yes. With um, um, yes. Jeff Bridges. No, it's Kurt Russell. Oh, Kurt Russell, but okay. I can see how you get them confused, yeah. So I know what Bone Tomahawk is. Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson... Patrick Wilson? Uh, Heck yeah. Patrick Wilson's great in it. I love Patrick Wilson. Okay, so Primal Fear. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm I'm glad, because that's the one I wanted to skip over, because I was pretty sure you'd heard of it. Yes. So Primal Fear, okay, is a courtroom drama. Mm. It's the first ever appearance of Edward Norton. Really? It's his first ever movie. He's a young kid in it. And he... Um, he's on trial for the murder of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Someone, I'm sorry, I'm not religious. You what? I'm sorry, I'm not religious. Uh, he murders... A priest? A pastor? No, but, like, bishop, I don't know. I don't know the word. I think I kind of get what you're saying, yeah. He, at the church, he's an altar boy. Okay. And he murders people, and he's trying to say that it's because of multi, uh, he has multiple personalities. Okay. And that he's crazy. And Richard Gere is his lawyer. Is his lawyer that comes in and starts to believe him. And the whole, it's like, it's your typical courtroom thriller. Okay. With one of the best twists I've ever seen. If that, if I don't, I know, I know that was the best way to sell it to you, but I didn't want to tell The you fact that. that you could say it's blankety blank blank was a twist. You could sell me on anything was a twist. So I'll just say that the murder isn't as it seems even to the last minute of the movie. The Ooh. last minute of the movie is a twist in the, in the reins of the usual suspects where the movie ends on the twist, you know, uh, like movies that end on the twist. Gotcha. Um, Richard Gere is great. Uh, Edward Norton is obviously great, even in his first role ever. Um, How old is Edward Norton in this? Young. Young, like a literal kid? Uh, Probably early 20s, I'd say. Oh, gotcha. But no, you start to learn more and more about these murders and how complex it could be, and I don't know. What actually happened is, uh, I don't know, it makes your heart literally sink. I don't want to spoil too much, but... You've sold me. Can I watch this for Oktoberfest? Um... Kind of. It's very much a thriller. It's not a horror movie. Mm. 
but definitely some gross things to look at. I'll just say that. Uh, in the same, I'd say like the same type of genre as Seven. Okay, this is a 10 out of 10. This sounds so good. I know. I'm so surprised you haven't heard of Edward it. Edward Norton's first performance, Richard Gere. As a lawyer. Uh, as, a, as a lawyer. As, uh, not really a hotshot lawyer, but a lawyer who's never been wrong. Mm. He's, okay. He's very, he's very good at his job. Yeah, yeah. Well, when did this come out? This came out in 1996. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the same year as Seven. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I think that is around the same. Seven came out in like I think seven came out in ninety five. Ninety five. I think so too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's one of those courtroom thrillers, uh, that just gets you to feel a certain way. It's very dark. There's no levity at all. Gotcha. If that's okay. Will I feel horrific for watching this? Probably. Okay. I did. Nice. Ten out of ten. Um. Also, Frances McDormand is in it. Oh. Uh, Don't. Don't get too excited about that, because I forgot she was even in it. She <laughs> has don't. a sp- pretty small role. Gotcha. Okay, so that leads me to believe that the two roles are the most important. Yes. Like, like The it, movie is focused on them. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you're excited for it. I'm so excited. That sounds so good. <laughs> I should have put that in at the beginning, but I really thought you would have heard of it. Primal Fear is what it's called. On your phone, did it say where I could watch it? You can watch it on my Blu-ray. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> that was funny. I own the Blu-ray of it. So, oh, I own the DVD of Last Castle. After I watched the VHS, I thought it'd be way more convenient to buy the DVD, and I did. That's fair. I liked it so much. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want this on VHS. I need a DVD. Yeah. So I bought the DVD. You I might, forgot about that. It's so sad that like VHS isn't more permanent. I know the fact that VHS can genuinely just die, just at, stop, like, give out on you. I mean, I still watch VHSs all the time. I mean, yeah. When I like, I. I need to feel. Need to like what, yeah. it, it's it's when I want to get that VHS feel. I always watch VHS movies when I'm in uh, the mood for a 90s movie. So mm. like when I recommended One Good Cop to you, that's yeah. when I watched on VHS. That's the wa- VHS that I had. I watch my VHS when I'm watching like old stuff I used to watch as a kid. Like mm-hmm. my Power Rangers Wild Force. Oh, yeah. yeah. Power Rangers definitely I watch on VHS all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's the best way to watch it. The Turbo movie, I would watch that on VHS all oh, the time. Oh, the Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yep. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, Turbo movie. Yep. I would watch those on VHS. Ninja Storm. Oh, me yeah. personally. Yeah. Let's get back on Let's track. get back to, yeah. <laughs> this is literally why we made a podcast, because we can just do Because we that. just talk about movies. Yeah, we just talk about movies. Okay. I really feel like you've heard this one. That's why I'm going to go for it. Rent. Okay, yeah, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. You've heard of it? Yes. You haven't seen it? You showed me a song from it. Do you know anything about it? I know it's a musical, and you showed me a song about it. Am I willing to work with that? I mean, I would just go for it. Okay, so... That's all I know, so you should tell me more about it. Let me... So, it is... It follows the lives of... If you look this up, it literally uses this word. Bohemians, a group of Bohemians in 1989 New York. Okay. Um, and it's it's very rock and roll fun, but it is heavy subject matter. Um, okay. I didn't know that. I should... Genuine, like, uh, um, heads up, sensitive content. I'm gonna go into a little more detail. Um... Because it's set in the 80s, it very much goes into the AIDS epidemic. Okay. Um, Got it. And other, it goes into uh, racial inequality and oh, okay. other 
other problems, some problems that are very New York in like uh, housing and such. Um, it. It's really heavy. It's focused on the characters' dramas and how they how they handle the um, these other problems they have, as well as their problems with each other. Interesting. Mixed with some really cool music that <laughs> sounds super happy. Interesting. So I've never seen a dark musical. I have not seen Les Mis. I have, mm. I've every musical that I've seen has been light and happy, all of that. And so you're saying that this goes in a different direction. This is. It feels light and happy, and sometimes it's even victorious in some instances. But it is heavy in nature. Okay. It just he- deals with heavy subject matter. Got it. That makes sense. Yes. Um, what song did I show you? Do you remember what's called? It's called Rent. The the opening song. Yes. Yeah, the second opening song. Um. If you want, if you want to listen to, after we're done here, I'm going to show you the Tango Maureen. Okay. To show you how lighthearted this really sounds, but it's just a really heavy movie. Okay. But it's beautiful in what it discusses. Obviously, I can deal with heavy movies. I just told you about one. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, um, the best way to describe it, it constantly follows the struggle of humans, but how humans also can thrive. Like res- be respond to it. Yes. Okay. So, it, you say you like musicals? Oh, yeah. What's yeah. your favorite musical? My favorite musical? <laughs> Do Disney movies count? I think they can. Okay, then probably Moana is my favorite musical. What's your favorite <laughs> musical other than a Disney movie? Hmm. That's tough. Probably La La Land, if La I'm La being La completely Land. honest. You might like Rent, then. Gen- I'm sure I would. Like, yeah. I'm just trying. I was trying to make comparisons. I could see those. Two. Yeah, I think you'll like Rent a lot. Okay, it's a heavy movie with great music, great characters, and it's a musical not many people have seen. It's, it's not. It's a cult following mind. musical for Got sure. It. It's uh, yeah, it's not your Grease, but it's not um, it's not your what is that called? Something rotten. It's not something rotten either. Okay. Have you ever heard of something, Ron? Yes. Oh, okay. yes, I've heard of it. Gotcha. Okay, but yeah. I've heard of both of these, but know barely anything about them. I think you would like Rent a lot. Okay. So, since I have to be in the mood for a musical, I'm going to stick with a six for now. That's fair. But that could go up and down because, literally, I have to be in the mood for a musical. Musicals are such, like, need-to-be-in-the-mood right. thing. I, For how much I love Rent, I'm not just going to put it on on any given day. Good point. Yeah. No musical. Not even, like, Rocky Horror. I love Rocky Horror. That might be my favorite musical. Hey, Rocky Horror is so good. Oh, Definitely. I forgot about that. Rocky Horror is so good. Also, I I don't know if you've heard of White Christmas, the Bing Crosby movie. That's also one of my favorite I musicals. have heard of that one, actually. That's I've never seen it, too. but... Oh, Bing Crosby. Okay. Rocky Horror may be my favorite musical. Yeah. Rent is very different from Rocky Horror. <laughs> I but... believe you. Yeah. But everything's different from Rocky Horror. Right. But I think you'll like this. I bet I will. Yes. So it is your turn, good sir. Another one that I'm pretty sure you've heard of, but I have a couple backups just in case. Okay. Have you heard of Fantastic Planet? No. I don't believe so. Okay. This is going to be the hardest thing I've ever tried to describe in my life. So I literally may only talk about it for 30 seconds. That is a-okay. So Fantastic Planet is an animated... French? Oh, an animated foreign language movie from the 60s or 70s. Wow, I have no information on this. And it's about 
there's these little human creatures that live on this planet with giant blue people. Oh. I bet you have heard of it. I I may have heard of this. And the movie has a lot to do with a lot of tough subjects. I'm going to guess colonialism. And surprisingly, animal cruelty. Interesting. The way it's handled. And it is the biggest... I know I use this word a lot in this podcast. It's a fever dream. <laughs> it's a fever dream. It yeah. is all over the place. Okay. Um, kind of similar to The Last Castle. <laughs> um, it's about the little people who aren't giant blue people revolting against the big blue people oh it's literally it's literally the little people taking over like the the big untouchable people we're tired of being treated like pets we're smarter than they think let's try to take over this planet cool it's animated and it's animated Ooh, and really gorgeous animation especially for the time period okay this the more i hear the more i feel like i may have heard of it but i'm not sure i'm sure you've heard of it a little bit but I, I was pretty sure you hadn't seen it. Do you know where I could watch this? HBO Max. Oh, nice. Yes. you can. That's where I watched it uh, the first time. But it's one I'd heard of for years and years. Uh, in film class, it's one my film professor talked about quite a bit as one mm. of his favorites, which really got me think uh, thinking about it at first. And then just looking up the reviews about it, seeing that people are calling it one of the greatest animated movies. Of all time? Yes. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I have to watch this. And when I saw it on HBO Max, I was like, no way. Yeah. And I watched it. And I was just blown away by how beautiful it was. And I don't know. It goes by very quick. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's just barely over an hour and it feels like it. Yeah. It goes by very quick. Um, but yeah, it's also, despite being very quick, not much happens. Okay. It's uh, in the same, like a segment of Fantasia where just things are happening if that makes sense. Things are yeah. happening on screen with not much story. It's like that for quite a bit of this movie. Just is, a warning. Is it literally like Fantasia where there's no audio? Like no... At points. There's some quite long scenes without uh, talking. Okay. Cool. Yes. Okay, cool. And it's it's very... It might be one of the weirdest movies you've ever seen. But it's kind of glorious. So. so if it's an animated movie, you already have probably sold me on it because I love right. animation. I tried to pick animated movies that I knew you hadn't seen. So yeah, there's, yeah. There's one more on here. Okay. I. This sounds interesting. This sounds familiar-esque, but I'm not sure. I'm going to say this is 9 out of 10. Awesome. I, will, I know you'll really like it. Okay, go I ahead. know you will. Then I guess that makes it my turn. It does make it your turn. Hmm. Which one do I want to talk about next? Hmm. Let's get this out of the way. Um, have you ever heard of Big Ass Spider? Is this another Velocipaster? <laughs> a little bit, yes. Is this the Tommy Wiseau movie, or is that no. Big Shark? That's called Big Shark, right? That's gotta be... I, I'm gonna assume that's Big Shark, because okay. it's not Tommy Wiseau. Got it. Yes. So, yes, okay. Explain this movie. So I don't think it's actually a sci-fi movie, like sci-fi channel movie, but it is sci-fi channel in... All of its beautiful glory. In heart. Yes. In heart, yes. Okay. It's um it is about an exterminator teaming up with like the local like law enforcement and other like military power to take down wouldn't you know it, a big ass spider. Like kaiju spider. Okay. 
and that's it. I like that's I want it. I want you to think about like anything else that could happen in a sci-fi movie and that's it. Got it. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Um have you seen the show Heroes? Yes. Do you remember the person that could read minds? Mm-hmm. That's the exterminator. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I think his name's like Greg something, but that's the exterminator. Huh. It is glorious. It if Does he read the spider's mind? doesn't huh that would be cool there's no yeah no it's not a crossover unfortunately <laughs> could you imagine if heroes ended which is a big spider like a <laughs> kaiju level spider that's <laughs> that probably would be better than how it ended i haven't seen the ending of heroes it's it's it goes out very lackluster okay yes um but, but yes yeah. sci-fi channel movie-esque big ass spider Interesting. It, I, I can't tell you anything that the title doesn't. I don't really think you need to tell me too much more. All you needed to say was the title. Yes. And it's already a seven for me. Good. Nice. So I need to do a double feature of Big Ass Spider and Philosopaster. Yes, that is correct. Well, I will admit, though, I like Philosopaster better. Okay. Good to know. I'll keep that in mind. God, I love Philosopaster. But Big Ass Spider is also very good. Awesome. <laughs> All right, your turn, sir. Once. 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 O N C E. That is once such a vague title <laughs> that I don't even know if I haven't heard of it. So, do you like Sing Street? I enjoy Sing Street. This is Sing Street. Okay. Literally, the same director. <laughs> okay. So the same director of Sing Street, it's, this is before Sing Street, it's about this guy who uh, has this job that doesn't pay very much, I think he like sells something on the side of the street or something. Okay. But he has aspirations to be a, a songwriter. Okay. And he meets this girl who sells flowers, I believe, and she has aspirations of being a singer. And they meet and start writing songs and releasing them, but each song is about the progression of their love for each other. So through the songs, you can see where they're at with the relationship. Like as they fall in love, the songs get more about love. Oh, cool. And the songs are really good. Just like in Sing Street, the songs are great. This Um, director really likes music. Yes, he does. All of his movies are the same. I've seen all three of his that are pretty much the same thing. Right. But yeah, this movie's it's really well done. Like well acted, well directed, good music, all of that. And if you like Sing Street, it's the same type of feel, maybe a little slightly darker. <laughs> Take that with a grain of salt. It's not a dark movie at all. Mm, mm, mm. Slightly more emotional. Right. So, you know, the emotional scenes of uh, Sing Street, like about the parents relationship and yeah. like the brother was on drugs. A little more of that. Okay. Just take that with the smallest grain of salt ever. Not to get distracted. The brother was on drugs? I don't remember that. In Sing Street? Yeah, the brother was trying to give up drugs. That was one of his arcs. Wow, I really don't remember that. But, yes. Um. Okay, now I got a question for you. How do you rate Once compared to Sing Street? So Sing Street is obviously one of my favorite movies. Okay. I, I would say it's not quite as good. Okay. I'd say I gave Sing Street a 97. I would give Once an 88. Or 89. Okay, gotcha. I still think it's a really great movie. It's super well done. Like, it's a well-made movie. You can tell while you're watching it that there was care put into it. Right. 
it's just not quite as entertaining as Sing Street. Okay. Okay. Music's still great. Music's awesome. Okay. Yes. Well, I did love Sing Street. Okay. Yes. Then so, you'll probably love this. Then I will give this an 8 out of 10. Awesome. Okay, sweet. I like how... <laughs> did you enjoy Sing Street? Yes. This is Sing this Street. This is it. Yeah. This is the same thing. I love that. So can we actually take a small break? We will take a break indeed. Awesome. All right. We'll be back in just a little bit. All right, and we are back, everyone. Back. Um, I'm going to go right into it. I, you might have heard of this one. That's okay. I feel very confident you've never watched it. You might have heard of it. Okay. S. Darko. Yeah, I have no clue what this is. You have no clue what... This is the Donnie Darko sequel. The what? <laughs> the Donnie Darko sequel. Yeah, I didn't know there was a Donnie Darko There is a Donnie Darko sequel. Oh, no, you've told me about this a long time ago. Have I? Okay, do you remember anything? No, but like I'm talking about like in track long ago you yeah, told me like about when this. we were in high school. Yes. That's how long ago you told me about this. So let me start off by saying this is a not a good Donnie Darko movie. Okay. On its own though, I don't think it's half bad. I think it's really enjoyable. I think it's This is how I would if it did not have the Darko name associated with it, people would probably like it. It would like they'd like it a little bit better. Okay. It would be a clear Darko clone with its own little um things to it okay but what it does is it follows his little sister years after spoilers donnie darko's death she's kind of run away she's with a friend of hers and very weird stuff happens in a town they accidentally land in what (laughs) and and, yeah like their car breaks down their break break down in a like a so like kind of Twilight Zoney, if is that a good guess? How are you? How in what way are you using Twilight Zone as a as an adjective? Weird things happening in a town. That's all I kind. I, think, I hear that. I instantly think Twilight Zone. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a. It, it is very similar to Donnie, like Donnie Darko. Okay. Interesting. Which is very Twilight Zoney, anyway. So, so then I would say yes. Okay. Um. Does any of the cast return? Is Seth Rogen here? <laughs> Seth Rogen is not here. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that is the actual sister, though. No, it couldn't. No, been. that's Jake Gyllenhaal's sister in the movie. It plays his his actual sister. Plays that's his Maggie sister. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, in Wait, the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I don't think Maggie Gyllenhaal. Then I would say back. no. Okay. Because S. Darko came out in 2009. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not, never mind. Not I'm Maggie wrong. Gyllenhaal. I'm incorrect. This is one year after. Uh, she was in the Dark Knight, so no. I uh, um I am wrong. Okay. Um, so it looks like no, there are no reoccurring cast members. Got it. Um, other than the mask of the bunny, that does come back. That does come back. the The theme of the bunny does come back. D- does it come back naturally? Does um, that make sense, or is it just like remember the bunny from the first one? Here it is again. Good question. He... <laughs> A bit of both. The way the mask come back is because the person who brings it back feels some sort of power okay. calling him when she comes into town. So somewhat naturally. Somewhat naturally, okay. yeah. I'll yeah. go with that. Um, it is really its own movie. Like, I mean, the only real thing is that it's... 
They say that she's on the run because of what happened to her family. And they say it is Donnie Darko's sister. Aside from that, it is its own little twisted time warp movie. Cool. I mean, I love those kind of movies. So. I, there's there's an implication that there might be some alien stuff going on, but it's not a hard implication either. Interesting. I don't know about that. No, and like um, not even that they play a role. Like literally. Oh, no, just, okay. Yeah. So just like, hey, also there's aliens, possibly. Interesting. Cool. So why do you think that this isn't as well known as it is? Why do I think it's not? Um, I think like any spinoff, it tries to do the same thing again. Okay. Just, you know, I lightning often doesn't strike twice. Exactly. So I think the fact that you don't have returning characters, it's not a, like returning, um, returning characters, not exactly same themes as before, and... It definitely just goes off in a slightly different direction. Okay. Like I said, if it went by any different name, if it, no Donnie Darko relation, it would be, oh, this Donnie Darko clone. Interesting. Yes. So, but I think it's fun, enjoyable, worth your time to watch. This is a seven for me. I mean, okay. I, I like the first Donnie Darko. I love those types of like mysterious, dark type of movies. Yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure I'll at least find some enjoyment. In you that. definitely, you... Maybe and if I don't play the comparison game, I'm sure I'll like it. Yeah. Yes. It, I also would say it's not as profound as Donnie Darko, but it's still like, well, what's going on? Right. Yeah. So it's a little bit more straightforward. A little bit more straightforward. Okay. Because yeah. the first one's not straightforward the at all. So you have to watch that one a couple times right. to even get what's going on. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I forgot that even existed. So. The sequel. Yes. Yes. And the only two times I've heard about it is when you've told me. I haven't heard it through any media or anything, which is weird. I have a Donnie Darko box set. That comes with both. That's right. You told yeah, me that. Yeah, yes. You told it's kind of neat, actually. I like it. But yes. I'm, I'm hitting you with a bunch of sevens. Yes, you are. <laughs> but that's kind of the number I, I pick for everything. Like, if I'm excited for it. If I'm, like, overly excited for something, I'll go higher. Eight and above. Right. Seven is a, oh, that's cool. Yes. Oh, I'll probably like that. Yeah, yeah. that's my seven. Have you heard of the creeping flesh? Oh my god, that sounds horrific. No. <laughs> what? No. The creeping The Creeping Flesh. No. So I'm pretty sure this is late 70s. So pretty a little bit older. So but it's about this guy that finds this skeleton. Right on. This skeleton might possibly have a disease on it. This is the thing is, this movie's so completely whack that I can't describe it normally. <laughs> Besides, things happen. That's they what I want to say. Um, And he also thinks that his wife may have this disease. And so his thought is, hmm, let's see if I can immune my daughter from this disease by injecting her with bone marrow from the skeleton. What? Wait, 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 wait. So, okay. <laughs> what? Who directed this? Good. Uh, no one. No one has seen this movie. <laughs> what? This movie... No one even directed it. Right. This, this movie, movie doesn't exist. only like 500 total reviews on Letterboxd. Really? And, yeah. I just randomly found it one day. I think it was like around Halloween time two years ago. Okay. And <laughs> it is so interesting. Is it genuinely good? 
Yes, it's actually a good movie. I I was describing it like it's not very good. It is a good movie. It's just wackadoodle. So I'm going to cheat and just read the plot summary. Sounds good. Um, so that way it, I can explain it hopefully a little bit better. Okay. A scientist comes to believe that evil is a disease of... Okay. A scientist comes to believe that evil is a disease of the blood and that the flesh of a skeleton he has brought back from New Guinea contains it in a pure form. Convinced that his wife, a dancer who went insane, manifested this evil, he is terrified that it will be passed on to his daughter. He tries to use the skeleton's blood to immunize her against this eventuality, but his attempt has anything but the desired result. (laughs) This is whack. I like it. It's completely whack. Is there a poster I can see? Here is the poster. What is that? <laughs> I know. What is that skeleton? I what is that? I knew you were going to find that uh, amusing. What even? So, yes. You know, I like visually weird movies. This is yes. very much one of those. He went on to direct the Tales of the Crypt movie. Oh. The director did. That apparently. seems very I found that out just this second. So, yes, um, the creeping flesh, it's very weird. Solid 10 out of 10 just for how wacky this is. Um, yes, so it's essentially f- turning his daughter into Frankenstein's monster on accident, kind of. That made it a lot more exciting than it actually is, what I just said. But it's still a, an actually good, kind of cheesy, but not in uh, on-purpose a cheesy because it was made in the 70s type of way. Cheesy because of its time, yeah. Right. Uh, very entertaining. Not too long of a movie. It goes by fast. Yeah. If you want to watch a 70s weird body horror type thing, you should watch that it. That plot synopsis made it a 10 out of 10 for me. I know. <laughs> it's completely whack. It's completely insane. I don't know what to do with this other than watch it. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it either. I, as you know, I usually gravitate... Well, towards uh movies like this yeah i don't know science experiments good special effects yeah i should i should have also told you that christopher lee is in this so for the famous christopher lee from star wars and lord of the rings are you kidding uh obviously the, the scientist i imagine uh, i don't think so actually what who is he no he's he's a family member of uh of the scientist the scientist is actually peter cushing from the original star wars Yes, I know you know Peter <sighs> Cushing. This is Peter Cushing. Yeah. So two Star Wars actors, one from the prequels, one from... Jeez Louise. Man, he does look like a mad scientist, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, wow. So, um, I'm glad it's already a 10 out of 10 for you. What a whack. Nobody has seen this movie. It disappeared into oblivion, despite having those two actors. Um, I would just watch it. I will. Because that, I, I just like how whack it is. It's completely Why crazy. I'm trying to think of his... I'm trying to think of his thought, thought process. And I'm just not succeeding. Just He's a scientist. He thinks he knows what he's doing. That's fair. Okay. He wants to prevent, essentially, his daughter from... Evil is a literal disease. He thinks that evil is blood. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. I told you it was going to be impossible for me to describe this movie. Well, I mean, I'm going to watch it because it's wacky. You have to watch it. I love it. that. It's so crazy. So, yeah, there you go. Alrighty. 
Alrighty. The Creeping Flesh. <laughs> what, a, what a name. I know. I knew you were going to go all for that. I believe. Okay. That. Yeah, I needed to. Okay, so I wrote one down and then I thought about it. I was like, wait, I don't even really like this movie. I shouldn't recommend it. So I had to mark it off. So I'm trying to make sure I'm actually on the right number. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw another documentary at you. Awesome. For All Mankind. No. I had a family not. Okay. So this is actually a wrestling documentary about Mick Foley. Really? Yes. Do you know who Mick Foley is? Yes. Yeah. There's a documentary? Yeah. It's really good. When did it come out? Did it come out? Mm, it's older. It's probably 12, 13. 2012, 2013, 2014. Okay. That time frame. It's a little older. It's not completely up to date. But it's... You know, it's essentially his biography. Awesome. It's, it's. Do you like WWE or professional wrestling yes. in any yeah. degree? Well, I did a lot more when I was younger. Of course. Yes. yes. See, not I'm, as much now, but yes, I was a fan. I, at one point. I yeah. enjoy. I had all the acting figures. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, if you've ever like looked in my closet and saw all those like cases and such, all those Tupperware, that's like 1990s action figure my brother gave me. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just it's really revealing about him he has a very interesting wholesome um little like little man rising to the top story and it also reveals a lot about the the professional wrestling inner industry which awesome. I, I personally am a big fan of that sounds super interesting i think it's interesting yeah so i honestly was not expecting you to be a fan at all of like wwe well not as much now but i yeah. was definitely when i was younger yeah are you even like I, older do you enjoy what you used to like yes okay yes so you just don't like what's out now yes you, i'm 100 but also i haven't seen any wrestling since i was like 11 i like watching like yeah the 1990s attitude era yes a little bit past that i love that stuff so and yeah this is his story of how he you know was the weirdo in school um who loved to make everyone laugh and he just was a little man that kept on having to work and work and work to be where he is now at the time of the recording. And just really cool and informative. Awesome. So yeah, if you like Mick Foley, Mankind, um, Dude Love, Cactus Jack, I'd recommend this one for you. Awesome. Yep. Cool. Sounds Heck yeah. Sounds great. Another documentary. That's honestly an eight. I'll, I'll give that an eight out of 10. It'll probably give me a little bit of nostalgia too, I assume. I mean, I have it if you want to borrow it. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay, cool. Well, that was quick and painless. Yeah. All it's right. nice to know that you like WWE, or like old wrestling at least. Yes. What did you grow up watching? I grew up watching old Hogan quite a bit. Oh, 80s? Yes, I watched quite a bit of 80s. Um, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Okay, sounds like you watched a lot of like 80s up until like maybe mid-2000s? Mid-2000s, I'd say, yes. So, yeah, I would agree. Same here. I, you know, 90s up until, yes. like, mid-2000s. Definitely watching your runs. And I had, like, three Hulk Hogan toys, that's why. Uh, I yes. Mid-2000s, and then I started watching again in, like, 2012-ish. Okay. And then I dropped off somewhere after that. Got it. Yes. So, yes, okay. Good to know. Nice. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I did not, yeah. Probably because I'm not that big of a fan now. I mean, I and same here. I like what I like, so it's not often coming up. Got it. Yeah. 
So let's throw another foreign language animated movie at you. <laughs> Good. This one is called April and the Extraordinary World. I don't think I've heard of that. This is going to be the quickest pitch ever because there's no other way to explain it than simply what it is. Just like with Big Ass Spider. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. Not even slightly in the same type of movie. But so this is an animated movie from, I believe, France. At least it takes place in France. Ah, oh, the French. In their animations. I'm. It takes place in France about when uh, Napoleon has oh. is taken over. Okay. I mean, it's about this little girl who loses her parents because Napoleon needs them for scientific reasons. Poss- I think it's historical fiction. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he, uh, her parents are needed uh, for political reasons to be scientists, and they go missing. And it's about her traveling across France at the time period looking for her parents. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. That sounds cool. So, But also, it's every genre. <laughs> mm. Like, literally every genre. Okay. It's a thriller, comedy, animation, adventure, everything. Is it... In my head, I'm imagining, is the scenery, like, landscape art very important? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks great. Of course it does. Um, I'm trying to think of the time period. Let me look it up. Well, it's Napoleon. That would be like 18... No, sorry. The movie. Let me see when the movie came out. Oh, when the movie came out. Okay. 2015. 2015. Oh, wow. This is new. Yes, it's very new. Um, Almost anime-like animation. French animation has a lot um, similar characteristics to like Japanese anime. So again, I'm going to cheat and redo the plot summary. For sure. France asleep in the 19th century, governed by steam and Napoleon VI, where scientists vanish mysteriously. A girl, Avril, it goes in search of her missing scientific parents. So essentially exactly what I said. Okay, There's yeah. no really other way to explain it. Can I see this one again as well? Yeah, sure. This is the, this is the poster. Oh, that is cool. Oh, yeah. And it I don't looks, know, look at that. That's, yeah. It looks steampunky. A it, little bit. It is very steampunky. Good. I like steampunk. So, yeah. I don't know. I think you would like it. There's really not much else to say, unfortunately. Hey, uh, seriously, I love animation, like, of any caliber. So, pitch it to me and I'll probably watch it. So, this is literally every genre that's listed. Wait, what? <laughs> animation, science fiction, thriller, comedy, fantasy, adventure. I love that. <laughs> it's every genre. Add action in there. Why not? Why not? Yes. So it's every genre. It's animated. It's quick and painless. I wouldn't say painless. It's quick. And and French animation is amazing. French animation tends to be very good. So yeah, there's there's another foreign language animated movie for you to watch that I'm sure you'll enjoy. Well, there's a 9 out of 10. Awesome. Honestly, animated movies, I love them. I love them so much. I know you do. Animation is where I'm at. I tried to pick two that I thought you might not have seen, so I picked two that weren't American. (laughs) Not not English. Yeah. So there you go. See, I had like a faint idea of what Fantastic Planet might be. Never heard of this. Good. Never heard of that one. Go in as blind as I gave you. Okay, good. I will. Awesome. So let's stay on the, um, let's stay on animation. The Powerpuff Girls movie. Of course I've heard of Powerpuff Girls. I, yeah, of course I haven't seen the movie. You, have you heard that there was even a movie? Possibly? Aren't they making a new live-action one? Oh, they're making, a, they're making a live-action TV show, which they've had to rewrite the pilot. 
That's not a good sign. And they lost, um, um, Blossom. Okay, also not a good sign. Not a good sign, yes. Anyway, so... No, I did not know there was an animated movie. So, this was released in theaters, and it is a prequel to the show. Like, uh, um, not like the professor and everything. Like, literally, how they were created, and, like, life as soon as they are created. Awesome. It's oddly... That sounds good. It's oddly dark. I don't want to say dark. Kind of... It definitely deals with the fact that, like, oh, gosh, we're just little humans that just suddenly existed and now we're, like, put in superhero roles. Right. It's odd, like... No, I get it. it. I know it's 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 oddly heavy. Like, why were we... Kind, kind why of. are we even here and now we gotta do Why are this? we dealing with this? Why do we have to deal with this? Interesting. Do you do you enjoy Powerpuff Girls? Of course. Powerpuff Girls is awesome. I'm pretty sure I watched every episode when I was a kid. Powerpuff Girls <laughs> is amazing. Then I think you will like this. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I would. It's, did you ever watch Samurai Jack? Some. Not too much. Do you remember that aesthetic, like, that feel, oh, though? Yeah. Yes, yeah. That is what it feels like. What the heck? So did this come out before the actual show, or... I looked into it, like, and it looks like, no. It looks okay. like this is, like, a genuine prequel. So not Clone Wars style. Because Clone Wars, the movie, came out, and it was the first couple episodes, and then the show happened. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. It is the show, and then this is just a prequel based on it. Got it. Yeah. Really good. Well done, since it's actually... Theatrically released. Theatrically, theatrically released. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. This is an 8 for me. Cool. 8 out of 10. Yes. It just, I don't know. If you like Powerpuff Girls, you'll like this. Right. There's, that's all you really need to say. If you like this. Now, I, this is going straight off memory, but I remember Mojo Jojo being like a genuine real threat in this. Really? Like a compelling villain. Like not just a goofball? Not just a goofball, yeah. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> so I would highly recommend it. Son of a gun. <laughs> Son of a gun. No, that's the name of the movie. Oh, I didn't realize it was... Okay, yes, son of a gun. I may have heard of that. I'm sure you have. Uh, I'm sure I've told you about it. But it's uh, A24, which I always like to bring you up to date on A24. The the, the fact that it's A24 means that at some point in my life, I have heard about it. Right. So, Ewan McGregor is like the king of... Sold. 10 out of 10. (laughs) I love Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor is like the king of this jail... Kind of. Like, he's the most powerful person in this jail. How did that bean get arrested? <laughs> Anyways, continue. And Robin from the New Titans show is this... Oh. Is, like, he's just barely old enough to go to jail. And he starts creating this kind of collaboration with with Ewan McGregor's character. Yeah. And they break out. Okay. But Ewan McGregor's not the best guy. And he says... Since I helped you break out, you have to have to help me commit crimes. And that's all I'll tell you. And it's got Alicia Vikander in it. I don't know if you are a fan of her work. I'm familiar with her name, but I don't know her work really. Right. Yeah. She's the girl. She's the robot from Ex Machina. She's in in Tomb Raider. Okay. Yeah. Her. The new Tomb Raider, I imagine. Yes. The new Tomb Raider. Yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. She's really good in it. Um, Son of a Gun? Son of a Gun is what it's called. Eight out of ten, genuinely, though. Uh, Ewan McGregor, it's an interesting performance of his. It's a lot more... Cartoony? Over the top. Over the top. It's a lot more over the top. Is it... Um, 
Think Black, Birds of Prey. Think of yes. Birds of Prey. That's what I was just gonna say. Good. Think Black Mask, Ewan McGregor. It's that kind of performance. I love Black Mask. I know. I know you do. Probably my favorite DC movie villain. But this is such an underrated movie because the stuff that they get up to once they break out is really intriguing and interesting to watch. Okay. Uh, just a warning, a lot of the movie takes place in the jail. It's a lot of setup. Okay. It's a lot of... A slow burn. Yes, it's a slower movie. think it's also kind of episodic. It's very split in between the tones of when they're in jail and the tones of when they're out. Okay, gotcha. Um, great action. It's, it's oh, okay. more of an action movie uh, Ooh, than cool. you'd think. Uh, but yeah, McGregor over-the-top performance with a pretty cool story. I think it's super underrated. Not many people. When did this come out? I love it. It's 2016, I think. Okay. Yeah. Back when A24 was still young. Right, yes. Yeah. This was towards the beginning. But it's just one of those movies where I know it's a drama and you're not a big... I don't know if you're not a big fan of those, but it's just hard for you to watch them. Yeah. It's one of those that turns quickly into action thriller. Cool. So I think that I think that you'll find some enjoyment uh, out of it. It's also pretty long, unfortunately. I think How long it, is it? Um, it is... Okay, it's not long at all. <laughs> it's an hour 48. Oh, that's not bad. I thought it was way longer than that. Like over two hours? So, locked up for a minor crime, 19-year-old JR quickly learns the harsh realities of prison life. Protection, if you can get it, is paramount. JR soon finds himself under the watchful eye of Australia's most notorious criminal, Brandon Lynch, but protection comes at a price. So, genuinely, I love Ewan McGregor, and you sold me on that, but in A24, Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor being a jerk... I love it. In an action crime thriller. In an action crime thriller. I'm down. Cool. I'm, I'm glad. very down for that. I'm very glad. So, 8 out of 10 for me. Yes. Okay. Oh, man. This is when my list started to get scary. Like, I'm sure you've heard of most of these. You got three left, right? Correct? I have three. Do you, you have three left? No, I should only have two. I only have seven. I may have forgotten the right one down. No. Um, I have told you eight. Okay. So I literally just forgot to write one Did down. you write For All Mankind? Yes. Okay. Um, did you write the Powerpuff Girl movie? No. Okay. <laughs> yes, that was it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Two more. Uh, okay. Also, I don't even know if I can pronounce this. Oh, God. Okay. Zathura? Zathura? Yeah. Yes, I've seen it. Dang it! Sorry. Okay. I okay. have to be truthful. Darn yes, it. it. Okay. Then have you ever heard of... <laughs> oh, no. Earth Girls Are Easy? No. Okay. I have not heard of Earth Girls Are Easy. Okay. Let me get the cast up real quick. This movie... So, do you have a backup since I've seen Zathura? This is my backup. Oh, okay, good. Awesome. No, yeah, I have this is one of my backups. Okay. Yes. Okay, so... Let's see. So, we have Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Jim Carrey. Damon Wayne. What an interesting lineup. As three aliens who come down to Earth, and they are simply learning Earth ways. And they want to hook up with girls or something. Um, well, 
three girls, like, they land basically in three girls' backyard. And these three girls are just like, well, first off, it's like, oh, we gotta hide them. And then it's, we gotta show them human life. And Jeff Goldblum starts to fall in love with the main female protagonist, as she does with him. Okay. Um, this movie is absolutely ridiculous. It sounds like it. It's so funny. It is... And let me tell you when this came out to give you some. 1989. Okay. So think of that Jim Carrey, that Damon Wayne, and that Jeff Goldblum. Like, literally SNL Jim Carrey. Correct, yes. Okay. Um, people listening will not be able to see this picture, but I am going to show Sam this, and just listen to his reaction. What in the actual earth <laughs> is that? That is, that is the three aliens. What in the Power Ranger hell is that? <laughs> the, Power... <laughs> the Power Ranger. That is crazy. That what? They do eventually turn like they they get human like appearances. Oh, okay. Yes, that is not them. The whole movie, but it is those three doing their best over the top alien impression, like way people bop bop. Oh my god! It's amazing. I'm so glad I've never heard of this. <laughs> it's it's such a good movie. It's so dumb. Interesting. That is all I can sell it on. It's those three being really dumb. Awesome. Yes. That's all I need. It's That's all I need in my life. It does not take itself serious in any way, shape, or form. Okay, good. I would expect with a title like that, it doesn't take no, itself too serious. It's amazing. Okay. Oh, also, these are the type of aliens that can just kind of <laughs> lift stuff with their mind. Of course. Naturally. Yeah, it's that, that kind of alien. Okay. Got it. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, yeah, that was a quick pitch. You didn't... <laughs> what else do you even need to say besides show me that picture? <laughs> show you that picture and tell you the cast. 10 out of 10. Yes. My first 10. Please watch it. It's so good. I will watch it very soon. Now, I do have a backup for this one. Okay. Just in case you've seen it or heard of it. Okay. Have you heard of David Cronenberg's Shivers? I have. I have heard of Shivers. I don't think I know a thing about it. So should I continue? Or I go say go for backwards? it. I know. I should say I've heard of the name. Okay. So Shivers is about uh, this building. It all takes place in one building. Cool. But it follows different characters inside the building. And it's about these slug type things that possess you and turn you into sex crazed maniacs. What are you talking about? What film is this? What? So, Shivers... Uh, the title is... Innuendo? Oh, my lord. Oh. Oh, my. Well, I'll just say that much. <laughs> it's very gory. Lots of gore. Lots cartoony of, or like taken very oh, serious? Very cartoony. Okay. Very, very cartoony. So I'm pretty sure this is David Cronenberg's first film. Okay. Possibly. It is completely over the top, completely crazy. From the very first scene, you're thinking, what in the world am I watching? You, you will probably say. WTF to yourself at least 127 times while watching it. I've done it at least three times right now. So yes, just think these slugs turn you into sex-crazed maniacs, and they start to take over this building. And one person knows about it and is trying to avoid everyone. Oh, and also the slugs don't have to infect you if you are involved. 
with someone who does have it, you are turned into one of those. Sounds like a really dumb version of It Follows. It is. I love that. So this movie would go on to influence It Follows and... Wait, genuinely? Yes. And James Gunn's Slither. It would go on to influence both of those movies. Enjoy. What am I supposed to do with all this information you just threw at me? You're not supposed to do anything. I'll watch it, I guess. You have to watch it just for the aesthetic. When did it come out? Late 70s. It had to have been. Late 70s, early 80s. Do you know where I can watch this? Uh, yes. No. (laughs) I don't remember if I watched it on Blu-ray or HBO Max. Okay, gotcha. I'll put HBO Max. Okay. But I do have the Blu-ray if you wanted to borrow it. Yes. It's got a very famous scene in it that I'm sure you've heard of. It's on the poster of a girl in a bathtub. And That's not ringing a bell. Which, it, I'll just say it's very similar to the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street scene. That's all I'll say. What are you talking about with this? No, no, no. I know what you're literally talking about. But what is this movie? This movie is absolutely craziness. This- so, for some reason, I like to recommend you movies that are just completely bonkers. <laughs> and I'm in love with it. 10 out of 10. Oh my god. This movie is completely nuts. Um, I'm sure you've seen the poster. It's a famous poster. Let me show it to you real quick. I've seen the Nightmare on Elm Street poster that you speak of. So this is the poster. Uh, <laughs> I have never seen that poster a day in my life. Interesting. Uh, And once again, I'm going to read the plot just for fun. Of course. The residents of a suburban high-rise apartment building are being infected by a strain of parasites that turn them into mindless sex-crazed fiends out to infect others by the slightest sexual contact. (laughs) Good luck. Have fun. Watch a movie. (laughs) You know, it's a very light (laughs) family-friendly. Family-friendly. None of that. How dare. So yeah, I, I'm glad it's a 10. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely interesting. I, <laughs> It's one of those movies that it's more of an experience than an actual movie. Than actually watching a movie. Right. Good luck. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm also going to need luck with these last two. I really was running out of movies. I feel... I'm scared. I feel pretty positive you've heard of both of these. Don't worry about it. McFarlane USA. Yeah, I've seen God it. dang it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I know, I've seen way too many movies. I sorry. No, that is A okay. I also Hmm. You've heard of this movie. I know you've heard of my backup. Maybe I haven't seen it though. Cool runnings. Yes, I've heard of it, haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Okay. And I know very little about it. Okay. I don't think I have much to like tell you about. I think you just enjoy it. Do you know anything about it? I know it's about the Olympics or something. It is the first Jamaican bobsledding team. Okay, I barely even knew that. It, it's actually, it's really good. It, it's got John Candy in it. Okay. Um, And it is, yeah, it's about, you know, Jamaican bobsledding team, like, training to go into the Winter Olympics okay. without ever seeing a day of snow in their life. Right. And it's a very 90s feel-good sports movie so yep with john candy by the way 
Interesting. If I forgot to mention that. No, you did. John Candy's in it. Okay. Yeah, I... Okay. That's all you really needed to say. It's a good so, movie. I knew... The things I knew about it, I knew it had something to do with the Winter Olympics, and it was referenced in Deadpool 2. Those are the two things I remember about so it. So I haven't seen Deadpool 2 yet. It's ref... What? Why does... <laughs> what? Deadpool references everything in that movie, that's so... Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all I knew. And I know my dad likes the movie, so if that means anything... See, I... That, this movie is so good. It is just... It's the most feel-good sports movie I've ever seen. Okay. Is it's, it more on the cheesy side, then? Because usually feel-good gets cheesy. Mm, how would you define cheesy? Mm, I guess, like, predictable cheeriness? Yeah. Okay. It's cheesy. That's okay. It's cheesy. That happens. But that's what makes it good. It's... Imagine a feel-good 90s movie. Yes. That's okay. it. Yeah. That's... A, yes. It, it, it's not uncomparable to an episode of, like, Power Rangers. Okay. If that makes any sense at all. Got it. Okay. And th this is Disney, correct? That is a Disney movie, actually. Okay. Yes. I thought so. It's really good. It just is so happy. Okay. Yes. So these movies aren't usually ones I gravitate towards, but I always like them. Sports movies or cheesy? Like, uh, cheesy type I don't know. I guess I'm a big sports fan, so I do watch sports movies once in a while. Just overall feel-good movies. Right. I totally get that. Me too. That's, Just think of the movies I'm, <laughs> I'm recommending to you. I'm, there's, I, no, there's nothing I hate more when I see a trailer for a movie. It's like the feel-good movie yeah, of the summer. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm not watching that then. But um, but this is like feel-good in a different way. Got it. This feels good in almost a kid way. Like, this feels like I felt like I grew up with this movie, even though I never had. Got it. Yeah. So I've seen a couple of Disney movies that are very feel-good Disney Channel type. Mm. Is it a little more professionally made than Disney Channel? Oh, original? totally. Okay. Got totally. It. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I figured if they got John Candy, it's probably not oh, it's on a, that level. It, it, it's a, yeah, official theatrical release. Okay. I'm trying to think of some other live-action Disney movies that came out in the 90s. What's that, um, the, the, the three animals trying to make their way homeward home. bound homeward bound yes stuff okay. of that nature it's got that feel good energy got it yeah okay i understand the 90s are it dripping 90s okay got it so yeah. this is like a six then okay cool yes i think you'll enjoy it so is that all of yours that should be all mine yeah okay good because i only have one more and i thought you had one more after me i'm like how did that happen how did that happen so, for some reason, I feel like I talked about this one last time, and I did. I forgot to circle it, even though I talked about it. What movie? Remember. Did you? Did I tell you about Remember? Mm, you talked about One Good Cop, Bowfinger, <laughs> The Squid and the Whale, Safety Not Guaranteed, Prisha, Prisha Ordinary World, One Week, um, Torn Curtain, The Absent-Minded Professor, and House. House. Awesome. Okay, so remember. Okay, remember. Okay, remember is an A twenty-four movie. <laughs> Ooh, cool. Um, oh my gosh, he just passed away, and I can't remember his name. Who? He just passed away. He was in Knives Out. <gasps> What's his name? Oh no. No, 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 no. Why no, are no, we no. doing this? What's his name? Why uh -uh. do we suck? That's not happening. This is not real. 
This is not us just Christopher trying. Plummer. Yes. Oh, I can't believe I forgot Christopher Plummer. How in the world did we do that? We sound like the biggest movie wannabes that know nothing at all. I think our brains are a little fried. So Remember is a super sad movie. Okay. Uh, Christopher Plummer plays a survivor of Auschwitz. Oh, wow. Who finds out about where this Nazi uh, who tortured him is living. What? But also he has really bad uh, uh, Alzheimer's, I guess. Okay. Like he's always forgetting stuff. Remember. And he decides to go by himself on a journey to go confront and kill the Nazi that killed his family. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. This Nazi killed his family. I kind of assumed something. Yeah. And so he's going on a journey. He's like, uh, I finally know where this guy is. He's the reason my family is dead. I'm going to go find him and kill him. Is this the one where Ian McKellen plays a Nazi? No. Ian McKellen is not in this. Okay. Gotcha. This sounds good, though. Wow. And I always hate doing this, but I know uh, playing with memory, there is a big twist in the movie. And uh, that's giving away way too much. But that's all I I have to say. I've already said way too much. Just try not to think too much on that of what it could be. Okay. Nine out of ten. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. when he f- does come face to face with this person he's been trying to find, it is some of the most shocking, heartbreaking. It's one of the most shocking and heartbreaking scenes I've ever seen in a movie ever. Right. And Christopher Plummer, it's my number one performance of his ever. I'll say that right now. It's my favorite performance ever of Christopher Plummer. It sounds really good. And I don't, it's it's so hard to explain what makes it good. Because it's very much a character study, a slow character study. And those are my favorite type of movies. Right. Think of my favorite movies like uh, Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. Black Swan, One Hour Photo. The Sam Elliott one. The uh, Yeah, The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Yeah, I love stuff that just analyzes a character. And it is driven strictly by that character. Right. So this is one of those stories. Um, the entertainment value, if you could even call it that, comes from his memory. Which keeps it from just being a straightforward type movie. Yeah. And then the twist that just makes your heart completely sink. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a huge recommend for me. A24 almost never fails. So Right. Oh, that sounds so... This sounds really good. Yeah, this is a solid 9 out of 10. Awesome. It's called Remember, and not enough people have seen it. So there's a lot on this that's like, that sounds pretty epic. That sounds pretty fun. Um... This, Remember, and Primal Fear are just like, this sounds like a really compelling You're going to come out depressed with bo- in both of them. Oh, wonderful. Yes. I love that. You're welcome. I'll make sure to watch that on. And you, you're going to... A really sunny day. You're going to come out of shivers wanting to bathe in holy water for a week. I I already feel that way. I did, I did not like that poster you showed me. Right. So yeah, there you go. Okay. I recommended lots of good family movies for you. Yep. I mean, not even Fantastic Planet is a family movie. Not at all. Not even what? Fantastic Planet. No, right. They're not. The animated movies are not family movies. You hit me with a lot of good ones, though. Like Primal Fear. I can't wait to watch that. The Creeping Flesh. Oh, boy. Shivers. Shivers. 
uh, Remember. Yeah, all of these sound really good. I'm really interested in, like, all of these. I'm glad. So now we have 20 movies to watch each. Yes. 19. 19. 19. Right. We already got some out of the way. That's crazy. We already got one out of the way each. So, yeah. That well, that's what all of November is going to be. Correct. Yes. Once I we're done with, done with Oktoberfest, yes. we'll do all not, of... Not the drinking thing. Not the drinking Oktoberfest, by the way. No, we're not... <laughs> we're watching a horror movie every day. Yes, and it's it's a little challenge called Oktoberfest. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no alcohol was consumed during these movies. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But that wraps it up. That does wrap it up. We are in the middle of October. Yes. So we will be coming back so soon for another October-like uh, episode. Special, yeah. Where we're going to talk about the movies we watched for this uh, Horror Oktoberfest. To celebrate one year of doing this somehow. Somehow we have been doing this podcast for a year. How has a year passed? It hasn't. <laughs> it hasn't. This is all Time is messing with us. Remember. What? <laughs> that? Are you okay? What is going on? I, I missed something. Oh, remember like the movie? Remember? Oh, got yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't understand how it's been a year since we started this. It, really, a year of our life has passed, and I don't understand how that happened me neither somehow we've been doing this podcast for a year i and that's so a year 365 days correct somehow well almost when right. when that when we released the new one yeah that just blows my mind and again if if you listen to the first one uh it is about movies we should watch in october so it's kind of coming back to that uh yeah talking about horror or uh october halloween type movies, spooky yes. movies yeah so yeah. Yeah. It'll can't be a good time. Can't wait to come back with that. Oh, that's so weird. Again, a, a slight delay on the Disney movies. Yeah. Um, it's tough when you've seen about a hundred Disney movies in a couple months. Yes. A little a little intentional too, since we're also getting a new Disney movie right. in November. We are we are waiting to kind of uh, coincide our our next Disney episode with the new Disney movie coming out. Yeah. Because um the the resource we're using to uh, figure out what era is what um, says we're still technically in the modern era. Right. So we're just kind of going to lump. We're going to watch the newest one. Comes out in November. Encanto? Yes, Encanto. And we will review after that. Yes, we will. Yes. And that is what we got coming up. Correct. I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited to talk about horror movies. I'm excited to get to back to Disney. Right. And to finally be done with it, it even that, though I love and Disney. to finally be done with it, yes. yes, I love Disney, but it took it took work. It was some work. We've been doing that since summer, if not before, probably before. Yeah, yeah, crazy. But yeah, I, I agree. I'm ready to be done with it in a good way. In a good way, me yeah. too. Well, then I guess that is what we have for this time around. All right. Is there anything else that you'd like to end us on? I think that's it. All righty. Well, then, thank you, anyone who is listening again. We appreciate you like always. I have once again and always been Gunner. This is Sam. And in the wise words of Mick Foley, have a nice day. Uh-huh.